Welcome to Teens for Christ. I'm Skylar, and my goal for this podcast is to be able to share my thoughts on faith, the world, emotions, and life in general. If you have any questions, concerns, comments, or requests, you can contact me through email at roseskylar22 at gmail.com. That's R-O-S-S-K-Y-L-A-R 22 at gmail.com. I hope you enjoy this episode of Teens for Christ. Hey guys, today this episode is going to be a fun one. We're going to be talking about expectations versus realities in different situations. Now, um, just like to get that out there, everything that I'm going to be talking about is from my personal experiences. So if you feel differently, like that's okay. It's just this is what um, I experienced and what I went through. So if you guys disagree, um, let me know. I'd love to hear um, your different experiences and hear what you guys have to say. So for this first expectations versus realities, the theme is going to be high school. Now, I know everybody's high school experiences are very different. So this is just what I thought high school was going to be like and what it actually was like. If you didn't know, I'm a freshman. So yeah, this is just what I went through. So I thought that high school was going to be a lot harder than it was. All of my teachers, they told my class that we would not make it in high school, that um, we would not last because high school was so much different, and it wasn't. High school, for me, if anything, high school is easier than middle school was because in middle school, I feel like our teachers put a lot more pressure on us than they do in high school. It's a lot more laid back than um, they made it out to be. High school, I feel like, is so overrated. Like, people make such a big deal out of it, and it's really, like, not not even that. If that. I feel like that doesn't really make sense, but high school is overrated almost all the time. I'm pretty mad about this next point because I expected a lot more. I was told by all of the high schoolers that I knew that the food was so much better in high school than it was in middle school. And let me tell you, it's exactly the same. Nothing changed. Maybe we get like a better salad once in a while, but the food basically is the same as it was in middle school. Now, this one, I will definitely understand if someone does not agree with me on this because I feel like it's different everywhere, but bullying in high school is not as bad as it is in middle school. Now, maybe, like, that's different for you or you have different experiences, but, like, personally, I haven't really been bullied, but I've noticed that, like, People got bullied more in middle school than they do in high school. I feel like in high school, people just, like, stop caring about other people, and they kind of just mind their own business. That's what I've noticed, and um, I feel like for everyone, that one's definitely different, but from what I've noticed, the bullying is worse in middle school. This next one, I feel very strongly about, but then again, everybody's kind of different. But dating in high school is almost all the time very toxic. Now, I can't really say much about the subject because I have not had a boyfriend in high school. But all the relationships that I've seen have been so toxic. And they just, like, 
break the people in them. Like, it's just not good for anybody. And most of the time, high school relationships don't last. And I feel like high school, like public high school, it's also hard to find, like, a good Christian person to be dating. So I feel I would rather just, like, wait till I get into college to, like, start looking for a boyfriend. But um, it's just super toxic and um, very dramatic. There's a lot of drama in high school, too, so that plays a big part in why the relationships are toxic. I don't know why I thought this, but, like, going into high school, I thought that I was going to have, like, a big group of friends and I was just gonna have like this awesome big group of friends to talk to everybody but like that's not the case I've definitely downsized my friend group and I'm glad I did it makes for a lot less drama you can just have your close friends like that's just the way that I prefer now I have a lot less dramatic life in high school than I did in middle school because of the amount of friends that I've been keeping The next category for expectations versus reality is Christian summer camp. And I thought I would do this because all of my summer camps got canceled and it's just hitting me like how upset I am about it because camp is like my favorite time of anything. Like it's like my favorite place to go. I love summer camp. So I thought I'd do a little expectations versus reality on it. The first um, one I have is, like, I've gone to summer camps almost all of my life, but that it was mainly, like, a, a family summer camp, if that makes sense. Like, my church did a church retreat every summer, so it was summer camp, but it was with your family. So I'm going to talk about the other summer camp I go to. Um, it's... It's definitely was a lot different than when I went with my family. It was just my by myself, and I was, like, super anxious about it. And I was, like, scared because I didn't know anybody there, and I didn't want my mom to leave me there. And so I'm just going to, like, throw that out there. Like, I was so anxious, and I was so scared that, like, I was not going to have friends. And I made friends so easily, and I did not expect that, like, I made friends right off the bat. The people that I stayed with, we became so close. And I feel bad because I wish that I would have kept more contact with them over, like, the school year. But um, you know how it is. Long-distance friendships are really hard, and I had a lot of them. And I just I wish I would have kept contact, but I ended up not. This isn't really my expectation because I knew what um summer camps were basically like before I went to this new summer camp um but I feel like most people think that um summer camp is just like like a bunch of lessons and they're boring but for me that was not the case at all I loved going to um the like the learning sessions and we had breakout sessions where we went with groups and we talked about different lessons and stuff like that and that was like one of my favorite times I loved I was so engaged I loved learning and it was just my favorite part this isn't really my expectation because I knew what um summer camps were basically like before I went to this new summer camp um but I feel like most people think that um summer camp is just like 
like a bunch of lessons and they're boring but for me that was not the case at all I loved going to um the like the learning sessions and we had breakout sessions where we went with groups and we talked about different lessons and stuff like that and that was like one of my favorite times I loved I was so engaged I loved learning and it was just my favorite part now I know I just said that the lessons were my favorite part but um worship worship is definitely like by far my favorite part I loved the worship at my summer camp it's so different than worship at like a daily church um, getting out of your daily routine and going and worshiping God with all of these other amazing people, you just like feel God's presence. I feel like I felt God's presence like way more at my summer camp during worship, and it's just like the best feeling ever. I loved worship at my summer camp, and I was super upset to hear that my summer camp got canceled because they were adding an extra worship in the morning. And I was like, dang it, I was so excited for that. Now, leaving summer camp was really, like, I don't know, I just felt completely changed, like, when I left my summer camp. And I was, like, ready to dig into my Bible deeper than I ever had and, like, pray more than I ever had. But I noticed that my camp high was very short and... I I know that it's like that for a lot of people. Like, the camp highs don't last forever. So, um, I was very, like, discouraged when I didn't feel the way I felt at summer camp at home. And I know a lot of people experience that. So, next, I'm going to have a few tips for reading your Bible. I'm giving you guys tips for reading your Bible because I was talking about summer camp and it's important to like stick with reading your Bible a lot like after summer camp. So this is a few of the tips that I have for you guys, what I've experienced. The first thing I have is pray before you start reading your Bible. Pray for God, like just ask God, please speak to me through your word today. Help me to understand that's definitely like made reading the Bible easier for me because I'm like I'm like listening and waiting for God to like speak to me through um, his words. And the next thing I have is acknowledge that you won't understand everything. Um, the Bible can be interpreted many different ways. People have interpreted it in many different ways. You're not gonna understand it completely. Um, I don't think. You, like ever one person can never um understand the bible completely so there's always room for interpretation also depending on where you are and what you're experiencing you can you can translate the bible what it's saying um differently than another person can so but you have to know that you're not going to be able to understand everything the bible is a hard book to understand you just have to um wait for God to tell you what he needs to tell you. The next suggestion tip I have is get a devotional that way. So even if you think you're busy or you don't have time to really get into your Bible, you are at least reading some sort of verse and getting a lesson from it every day. So it just like 
it keeps you in the Bible for um, for um, some part, but I still feel like you should read your Bible more than just a devotional, but just getting out started, you should definitely have a devotional to keep you in the Bible every single day. The next suggestion I have for like getting into reading the Bible is ask a friend to join you. Ask a friend you trust to to um, join you in a, like a devotional or reading the Bible every day. Um, it's a good way to hold yourself accountable. Make sure that you're okay if your if your friend um, notices that you aren't reading as much as you should have. It's okay for them to tell you hey, um, you've been kind of falling off track a little bit, so how about, like, I help you, and just just hold yourself and your friend accountable for reading the Bible every day. It really helps to stay on track. The next thing um, that I have to say is the Bible is not a novel. You don't have to start at the beginning. Now, it's a good idea to, like, understand how the world was created in Genesis and um, the beginning of the Bible, but you don't have to start at any specific place in the Bible. There are different books for different things. Um, you don't have to feel like you have to read through the Bible start to finish. It's not a novel. Thank you guys for listening. I really appreciate it. Um, thanks for sticking through the whole thing with my expectations versus realities and tips for reading your Bible. If you want more, of any of those things, more tips, more more expectations versus realities, because there's a bunch of different um, subjects that you could do that on. Just let me know. Um, I really appreciate it if you would um, request different things so I know what you guys want to listen to. And yeah, thank you for listening. I hope to um, be able to do more of these in the coming weeks. I've been basically putting up a new podcast every day. I don't know how constant this will be because quarantine and stuff um once my life gets back up and running and started and maybe school will start again I'm not sure if I'll be able to um upload as often but I definitely want to upload as often as I can so thank you guys for listening bye